When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We often say that living a hidden love affair is difficult, especially when it's an affair. Perhaps that's true for the majority of people, but not for Charles and Camilla. The truth is, their affair, which has been going on for nearly 20 years, is an open secret throughout Buckingham. But while everyone is aware of this love triangle involving Charles, Diana, and Camilla, nothing leaks beyond the palace walls. Country getaways, lunches, gifts, letters. Charles and Camilla weave their story a little more each day, leaving Diana powerless and despondent. Alone in the royal arena, the princess loses her footing as her husband and his mistress live their love without real obstacles. When the tabloid press gets involved, immediately followed by an outrage and Diana supporting public opinion, Charles loses the hearts of the British people. As the proverb goes, those who sow the wind reap the whirlwind. The couple, now navigating in the spotlight, is at the center of the storm. The era of protective silence and easy arrangements is well and truly over. You're listening to Love Me, Love Me Not. Some stories have shaped our vision of love with a capital L. But beyond the romance, there's an underside of the story that we don't always know. In this podcast, delve into the most beautiful moments of love. As well as the worst. In this new season, across four episodes, discover the hidden side of the royal couple, Camilla and Charles, from their dangerous liaisons to their rise to power. A love story, yes, but one that sowed chaos. Unintentionally. Charles and Camilla, Episode 3, The Cursed Mistress. Homewrecker. Shrew. Rottweiler. These are some of the cruel nicknames that poor Camilla has been saddled with, thrown into the midst of the media maelstrom that has engulfed newsstands throughout Europe. Every action of hers is scrutinized, commented on, and judged with harshness and sarcasm. Diana is sanctified, Camilla demonized. 
The witch hunt surrounding the prince's former mistress is unfortunately just beginning. Even before her entry into the arena, Camilla's image is tarnished. But if some still harshly judge her past affair with Prince Charles, it's hard to deny that few couples, no matter how in love they are, would have endured such relentless scrutiny. Highgrave House, summer 1997. In the prince's country residence, there's a frenzy of activity. A swarm of servants runs throughout the mansion, from the kitchens to the garden, from the bedrooms to the reception rooms, from the lounges to the outbuildings. In the hallways and in every room of the house, dusters are bustling, vacuums are buzzing, and furniture is polished. Every speck of dust is ruthlessly hunted. The gardens are not spared from the commotion. Long tables are set, covered with pristine white tablecloths and precious tableware. Gardeners mow, trim, water, and clear away. Enormous bouquets of flowers are piled along the porch, waiting to be arranged in their proper places. The country house is getting ready for its grand evening. In this month of July, Prince Charles is preparing a party for Camilla's 50th birthday. Despite the obstacles and numerous scandals that have tainted their relationship since it was revealed to the world, it's the perfect opportunity to officially acknowledge their love in front of their friends, in an intimate and festive setting. In the evening, as her driver opens the car door, Camilla discovers a garden bathed in starlight, illuminated by lanterns and crystal lights. The atmosphere is enchanting. Most of the guests are there, warmly applauding her arrival. Tears well up in her eyes, and when she sees Charles walking towards her, arms laden with a beautiful bouquet of peonies, one of her favorite flowers. Emotion overwhelms her. It took her 50 years to simply celebrate her birthday with the man she loves, surrounded by their many friends. Camilla savors this new role that is now hers, that of the legitimate one. Regardless of media backlash, judgments, public opinion's cruelty, Diana's jealousy and bitterness, and the Queen Mother's aversion to her, today, she is no longer in the shadows. Of course, the celebration of Camilla's birthday leaks to the press. Most see it as another affront by Prince Charles towards his ex-wife, his haste to impose his former mistress on everyone without consideration for Diana or their children is not well received by the public. The country is not ready to accept Diana's replacement, seen as responsible for numerous scandals. According to everyone, Camilla's 50th birthday is one of those indiscretions that Prince Charles has been accumulating lately, creating an atmosphere of distrust between the British people and the new royal couple. But it's another event that will set the country on fire and complete the nation's hatred for Camilla just a few weeks after her birthday.
On the night of August 30th, 1997, Charles sleeps alone without Camilla. The reason is that he's in the family castle in Balmoral, Scotland, with his mother, the Queen, and their two sons. In other words, where Camilla is far from welcome. At the end of the summer, they all spend a few days of family vacation before plunging into the whirlwind of the new season. In the middle of the night, the prince is abruptly awakened. The queen takes the call before rushing to her son's room. The news falls, raw and relentless. Diana has died in a car accident under the Alma Bridge in Paris. It would be unfair to say that the prince isn't shocked at the news of his ex-wife's death. Especially since in a few hours, he will have to break the terrible news to their 12 and 15-year-old sons. When the queen leaves, the Prince of Wales finds himself alone in the room, surrounded by darkness. An impenetrable silence fills the room. Charles shivers and sits, dazed, on the edge of his bed. Camilla, her name echoes in his mind like a lighthouse in the night. With trembling hands, he hurriedly dials her number. Hello? Hearing the voice of his mistress at the other end of the line, Prince Charles feels his blood circulate through his veins once more. He takes a deep breath before saying in a deep voice, My dear, Diana is dead. Before we continue this episode, a short break to give the floor to our partner, without whom this podcast wouldn't exist. Don't go away. We'll be back right after. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The announcement of Lady Di's death is a family, national, and international tragedy. Charles can't help but think that it's also a tragedy for Camilla. Just when he wanted to erase Diana from his life and quickly marry his mistress, the prince is abruptly halted in his tracks. With the death of the Princess of Wales, the two lovers are well aware that they must now become very discreet. No more parading together. The idea of a quick remarriage is out the window. Diana was adored, even idolized. Her death is the epicenter of a massive earthquake with potentially numerous and violent aftershocks. Frustrated by the widespread media coverage of the funeral of the woman he had wanted to relegate to obscurity, Prince Charles broods. The initial shock has quickly given way to deep bitterness. Now that she is gone, Diana is more present than ever. Have we ever seen a more ironic situation? 
national mourning quickly turns into public and media vitriol. During this period, Camilla is dragged through the mud, unfairly accused of being responsible for the princess's death. Tabloids unleash their fury against the woman who did everything to take her formal rival's place, stealing her husband, her children, even her life. Camilla's hatred synchronizes with the nation's heartbeat. Despite the passing weeks and Camilla's efforts to remain as discreet as possible, the situation worsens. Camilla would later claim that she wouldn't have wished this avalanche of hatred which fell upon her for many years, even on her worst enemy. Charles admires his companion's composure and dignity, but even with Camilla's impressive courage, they must find a solution to legitimize her in the eyes of the public. His deepest desire is to marry his true love as soon as possible. Charles understands it well. No matter what she does, no matter what she says, Camilla will not escape the condemnation of the mob. Hate and violence have crystallized around her. And time alone won't be enough to improve the situation. To change the dynamics, the Prince of Wales decides to enlist the services of a professional communicator. In an elegant, sleekly designed office in the heart of London, Charles and Camilla come together. The couple arrive separately for discretion. In this game, the former lovers have years of experience. The man sitting across from them is Mark Boland, an image consultant, also known as a spin doctor. Charles wants to entrust him with the delicate mission of restoring the image of his former mistress in the eyes of the media and the public. Mark Boland has numerous contacts in the press and wields influence in the world of celebrity. In fact, if he proves persuasive, Charles is already considering hiring him as his private secretary. The conversation begins. Mark is affable, attentive, smiling, and highly professional. A glass of velvety purple red wine helps Camilla relax. Charles and Mark toast with chilled gin. The meeting concludes with a well-thought-out plan. Goodbye natural and spontaneous moments, blunders and gaffes of all kinds. From now on, the Charles and Camilla couple is entirely under control. Their story must follow a new narrative. Camilla is no longer the former husband-stealing mistress, but the woman Charles should have married, the only love of his life. Their love, so strong and indestructible, should never have been forbidden. This is what's known as carefully crafted storytelling. Charles and Camilla follow their advisor's recommendations to the letter. The result? Where communication comes into play, the people follow. Camilla's absolution by the media and public opinion didn't come out of thin air. 
It's a marketing move successfully dealt to the British people. Thank you for listening to Love Me, Love Me Not, a Bababam production. Stay tuned for the next episode. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave comments and ratings on all listening platforms. 